Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, then make sure to leave a review. But most importantly, make sure to spread the word. With that being said, let's dive right in. Hello everyone, what is going on? The Giants kicked the Diamondbacks' ass, then they kicked the Phillies' ass, and they're pretty much just kicking everyone's ass in the rest of the league because the Giants are still the best team in baseball. Somehow, someway, they still have the best record in all of baseball and are officially 20 games above 500. Can you believe that? 20 games! That's absolutely insane. Folks, just a friendly reminder, I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show. So hopefully that's not a deal breaker for you. And right off the bat, I just want to say this, everyone. Prepare yourself. That's right. Prepare yourself for playoff baseball. Unless there's some severe speed bump where everyone starts getting injured or out for the year. I mean, to be fair, the Giants have had their share of injuries. But the reason why they haven't you know, fully fallen off the rails is because they have the depth to fill in for those injured players. So I personally don't see the Giants slowing down at any point. Maybe a few minor speed bumps here and there. Maybe a few series that they lose here and there. But for the most part, something monumentally horrible would have to go wrong in order for the Giants to not make the playoffs this year. So with that being said, we need to start getting excited for playoff baseball. And in the meantime, there are still plenty of things we can get excited about that is happening right now. First off, let's go ahead and talk about Brandon Belt and how he's officially returned to elite status. That's right, over his past six games, he's produced a 478 batting average, and in that time, he's hit three doubles, two triples, and three home runs. And not to mention, he's officially back on pace to hit 35 home runs this year, so that's exciting. Next on the list, Steven Duggar. Over his past 17 games, the entire month of June he's played, he's produced a 319 batting average, and in that time collected two doubles, a triple, three home runs, and four stolen bases. I know I speak for all Giants fans, because Steven Duggar's been around for a long time. This is amazing to see his breakout, and I personally don't see this slowing down anytime soon. He's getting the opportunity to play center field every single day, which means he's getting the most at-bats he's ever received throughout his entire career. The only, th- the only thing I will say is that we might see a drop in batting average just because he's striking out a little too frequently for my taste, but nonetheless, I fully expect the extra base hits to continue to come. Moving on to Wilmer Flores. He's currently on a nine-game hit streak. That's right, folks. Evan Longoria goes down. Wilmer Flores steps in. And that's, again, a huge reason why the Giants are doing so well. They have the depth, and they paid nothing to fill this roster with all this depth. Next on the list is everyone's favorite player, and that's going to be Mike Yastrzemski. Over his past nine games, Yaz has produced a 333 batting average, has collected four doubles, and three home runs. If this means Yaz is about to heat up for the rest of the season, 
then there truly is nothing standing in the way of this Giants team of making the playoffs because they've done so well with him struggling throughout the entire season so far. So on top of the type of season Crawford's having, Posey's having, Steven Duggar's having, you're going to go ahead and throw Mikey Stremski in there, who is already quote-unquote the best hitter of this lineup. Yeah, there's no way this team slows down. All right, here we go. Moving on to everyone's favorite shortstop, Brandon Crawford. Speaking of not slowing down, he has not let up. Yes, the batting average has dipped, to be fair, but he's hit 16 home runs before the month of July, which means he's also on pace to hit 42 on the year and also collect 124 RBIs and 29 doubles. And another thing I will say is that Brandon Crawford needs our help. Calling all Giants fans. As of this moment, Brandon Crawford is currently ranked as the fourth shortstop in all-star voting. The only problem with that is that only three shortstops can advance to the next round of all-star voting. And the one player that's ahead of him is Corey Seager. I love the guy. I'm not saying he's my favorite player, obviously. He's playing for the wrong team. But Corey Seager has not played for almost two months now. And for some reason, he's leading Brandon Crawford in all-star voting. That is just not okay. I need all the Giants fans to come together, and we need to figure out how to get Brandon Crawford to the all-star game. This is absolutely insane. All right, I'm moving on. Sorry I yelled. All right, I just I just get heated. These things matter to me, okay? All right, the last thing I'll say about depth is that the Giants have players like Jason Vossler and Lamont Wade Jr. When we're talking about Lamont Wade Jr., over his last eight games, he's produced a 310 batting average and has only struck out twice over his last 32 plate appearances. Well, James, that's great, but surely the other guy, Jason Vossler, can't be doing as well. Well, hold on. Over his past seven games, Vossler has produced a 375 batting average and has collected three doubles in that time. But here's the thing. Unfortunately, the Giants yesterday, if you haven't heard yet, they sent down both Lamont Wade Jr. and Jason Vossler to AAA in order to create space for Alex Dickerson and Darren Ruff, who are both coming back from injuries. Now, if you disagree with these moves, absolutely, I agree with you. It, it is... It is absolutely frustrating, especially when you have a player like Mike Talkman who is not performing anywhere near these guys. So why the heck would the Giants send down Lamont Wade Jr., who's done absolutely everything and anything they he's been asked of? You know, he plays first first base in place of Brandon Belt, and he could play anywhere in the outfield. And not to mention his bat has been absolutely on fire. So what the hell? Why would they send down these two guys? Well, here's the thing. Mike Talkman, he's been in the league for a long time. Well, I'm not going to say like 10 years long time, but my point is he's out of minor league options. And in order for the Giants to create space somewhere else, they would have to DFA Mike Talkman, which they're not really wanting to do simply because they love depth. We know that this team loves depth. Mike Talkman, I know he doesn't have great numbers, but one thing he does do, he plays a phenomenal left field. And something else the Giants like about him is that he works at bats. He has seen the second most pitches per at-bat this year, which is great because a player like that wears down the opposing pitcher or any pitcher that's in. There is value in that. Now, am I saying Mike Talkman is better than Lamont Wade Jr.? Absolutely not. There you go. I think Lamont Wade Jr. has been playing infinitely better than Talkman. The only problem from a structure standpoint, Lamont Wade Jr. still has minor league options. So the Giants... They have fluidity there where they can keep Lamont Wade Jr. in the system, but go ahead and send him down. Now, 
Do I expect Lamont Wade Jr. to be down all year? Absolutely not. So find peace in that. Knowing that, Giants fans, Lamont Wade Jr. and Jason Vosser will both be back, I assure you, because we have the oldest team in baseball, which means we are also the most susceptible to injuries throughout the entire year. Sending down Lamont Wade Jr. and Jason Vossler is not a statement saying that they are worse than any other player on the Giants roster. That's not what that is. They just have minor league options, and that allows the Giants to just move them down instead instead of cutting them in order to make room for Alex Dickerson and Darren Ruff. Hopefully that all makes sense. And the good news is that Alex Dickerson has been tearing it up in AAA anyways, so I fully expect him to come back, and he's fully healthy, so that's great. And need I remind you folks, last year during the 60-game season, Alex Dickerson produced a 290 batting average and hit 10 home runs. He was one of the most elite hitters in this Giants lineup. Well, okay, James, then are you also defending Alex Dickerson? I mean, yeah, kind of. I'm not comparing Dickerson to Lamont Wade Jr., if that's what you're asking. I think Lamont Wade Jr. and Alex Dickerson are both valuable in different ways. And in a perfect world, I would have them both in my starting lineup. But unfortunately, my name's not Gabe Kapler or Farhan Zaidi. But like I said, folks, please find peace in knowing that Lamont Wade Jr. and Jason Vossler will be called up again. It's, they just have to be. They are too good to keep down. Whenever a player is having success at the ultimate level of baseball, there's no way they're going to be stuck in the minor leagues. All right, the last two names I'll mention is Sammy Long and John Brebbia. Let's go ahead and start with Sammy Long. He had his first career start the other day, and the 25-year-old balled out. He pitched six innings, only gave up two earned runs, and struck out six batters. On the year, okay, on the year, you're going to see that he has an ERA of 4.20. You know, with no context, that doesn't get anyone excited. But if you look at his expected ERA and his FIP, some stats that I've mentioned many times on this show before, so if you're a consistent listener, you know exactly why I love these stats. Because expected ERA and FIP, FIP, these are the true telltales of how well a pitcher is actually doing. Those two stats actually measure the quality of the pitches that are being made. So based on how well he's throwing his pitches, Sammy Long should have an ERA that's under two. And I fully believe that as well. Because if you look at his two best pitches, that's the curveball and the four-seam fastball, you will see that his curveball No one has been able to produce a batting average against his curveball. That pitch is truly elite. In all my years of watching baseball, the only thing I can compare it to is maybe the effectiveness of Kershaw's curveball. Well, that's kind of a tongue tongue twister. Kershaw's curveball. And then when you look at his four-seam fastball, which he almost throws just as often as the curveball, you can see see that opposing hitters have only been able to produce a batting average of 211 against his four-seam fastball. He has a great combination at the top of his arsenal, and he also has a changeup and a slider to go with the rest. Last year, whenever Kevin Gosman pitched, I was trying to tell everyone, please watch Kevin Gosman. If you haven't watched much games this year, then make sure you watch a start from Kevin Gosman. And look at him now. He is not only the ace of this staff, but he's also one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. I have the same feel about Sammy Long. Not that he's going to be one of the best pitchers in baseball, but you have to watch his starts. I cannot rave about his curveball enough. This guy, he's only 25 years old, and he had almost given up on baseball as a whole. He was pursuing a career to be a firefighter. But instead, the Giants were like, nope, come on our team. We'll pay you, as they do for anyone that nobody knows about. And they had conversations with with Sammy Long and said, no, 
Your curveball is your best pitch. Go ahead and throw that the most. And it shows. It truly shows. Opposing hitters have not been able to touch the curveball. So, again, folks, if you haven't watched him yet, go ahead and figure out his next start and make sure to watch because it's truly entertaining. And the last name I'll mention is John Brebbia. That's right, one of the relief pitchers that the Giants signed during this offseason. Remember, this offseason they signed Matt Whistler, Jake McGee, and they also signed John Brebbia from the Cardinals. And in fact, he was with them for his first three years of his career, from 2017 to 2019. The only thing about Brebbia is that after 2019, he was later dropped by the Cardinals because he had Tommy John surgery in 2020. And of course, like I just said about Sammy Long, same thing. What did the Giants do? They said, hey, bud, come on over to our team. We'll pay you, but we'll also show you how to be even better than you were. So, of course, the Giants saw an opportunity to sign a cheap but very effective arm because if you look at the last three years in a Cardinals uniform for him, he produced a combined 3.14 ERA over those three years. And in 2019, he was also striking out 10 batters per nine innings. He's got a fastball that sits around 94 to 96 miles per hour, as we saw two days ago. But indeed, his bread and butter is the devastating slider that he pairs with that fastball. And of course, it doesn't hurt that he's a relief pitcher. All Giants fans know that we welcome new relief pitchers because we still are trying to figure out the structure of this bullpen. All right, everyone, that is the quick update I have for you today. Tonight, the Giants take on the Angels for a short two-game series. And then Thursday, they have a day off, I believe. And then they start a weekend series against the Oakland A's. This is truly a special time to be a Giants fan. And as I said earlier in the episode, folks, we are going to make the playoffs. Please get excited about playoffs. You're allowed to. I officially anoint you as fans of a playoff team. All right, everyone. You can find the Say Hey podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And of course, you know this already. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined. Keep staying safe out there, everyone. The world is a crazy place. Keep being smart. But most importantly, go Giants.